Beth, being she's a- amazing, by the way, in the movie. Uh, she's amazing. And it must be tough working with her husband, Dylan, and with you guys. They are so delightful. They are the most delightful couple. They're wonderful. And yeah, we had a bit of a, like a couple's retreat in a sense, and we made a movie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's kind of what uh, Adam Sandler does. I think he just goes on vacation with a camera. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great plan. I I don't blame him. I kind of get it. Working with your friends is the best. It truly is. Uh, Beth Dover. Yes. You're known for your comic roles, you know, but this is, you know, something totally different for me. Uh, yeah, being, me too. You know, being in in the comic world is it is it a an easy step to do dramatic? Well, you know, it was a challenge for me. I was a little bit trepidatious at first, a little nervous because yes, I I'm known more for my comedic acting and all of that. But um, I knew I was in good hands with Joe, and it was also a fun challenge for me to take on a horror film or a thriller. Um, and and I get to work with my husband, so it's great. It was it was so fun. And it's, hey, it's cathartic to, you know, run around in the woods with an axe, you know? <laughs> as, as a director, though, Joe, is it a bit claustrophobic to film in in such a confined space? Um, yeah, a little bit. It was, it was manageable. We were very fortunate to get that location. We had terrific cooperation and help uh, and generosity from the community there in Idaho, um, in particular with the Idaho Department of Lands. Um that were allowed us to film in, a, in an active fire tower there. Um, and it just really uh, made the film special, uh, I think. And um, yeah, but but there were limitations to the tower. In fact, we only were able to have about five people at the top of that tower. So if you, if you do the math, that's myself and my cinematographer and Beth and, and the um, AD and, and maybe, and, and the sound person. And so we, it, was, it was tight in there, but um, we managed and um, everyone brought their A game. Yeah. It's, it's just a wonderful film in the way of, you know, stripping down someone, uh, you know, bit by bit. And, and, and Beth, you do such a great job in understanding that process of, of doing horror. Are you a fan of the horror genre? I am a fan of the horror genre. I mean, I'm married to Joe, who's a giant (laughs) fan. So, you know, he's given me an education in that way. But when I was young, I was a big fan of Stephen King and I would read It and The Stand and all of that. Um, So uh, I I did love horror from an early age. Not as much as this guy, but I definitely did. Yeah, this was uh, horror was my first love. And I know for many people out there, understandably, this is like out of the blue, like what's going on? Uh, here's Charles Boyle, uh, you know, directing a movie about um, uh, a nightmare on a mountain. But um, this was a love that I've had uh, since I was 12, 13, reading Fangoria magazines and Stephen King and uh, making movies myself, little horror movies with Super 8. So this is kind of a return to uh, a, a childhood dream that I've had for uh, quite some time. I have also been a fan of, of great horror films, you know, and was was a dear friend of Forey Ackerman, who uh, created Famous Monsters of Filmland magazine. Wow! Yeah, and would go to his house with my my buddy Rick Baker in high school, and we'd celebrate Halloween there. No so kidding. It, yeah, well, I, I mean, you could imagine how influential <laughs> Rick Baker was for me. I was I was putting together kind of you know uh, you know food color dye uh, food color dye in in water to create fake blood and you know all of that stuff like. Um, so I, I, he was a big uh, mentor um, or influence, I should say. Yeah, I mean, Don Post as well, you know, those, those great uh, masks. But getting back to the film, yeah, uh, 
there there is a certain pacing that that a horror film has to have and you hit it i mean this is spot on uh, you know horrible as yeah. <laughs> it's uh the thank you uh the movie uh, my favorite horror movies have been um those that really get dive into the kind of um, psychological uh, drama and um uh slow burn horror movies um paranoia uh, you know the shining and repulsion were two very big um guideposts for this movie as well as uh you know philip kaufman's uh, invasion of the body snatchers the paranoia in that movie even amityville horror and the the kind of terror that a structure can can bring to a film and the presence of structure can bring to a horror movie and so they were all big influences for me in making this movie um, but pacing and 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 the um, music soundtrack, the score. Yeah, it was the comment that made a huge difference for sure. It's amazing, and and uh, it just underlines everything perfectly. Incredible Canadian uh, composer uh, Steph Copeland uh, created that score. And when we met, she was also a horror fan, and I said. So we talk a lot about, um, you know, uh, Carpenter and Bernard Herrmann and, and all the greats there. And and I say, just make the score that you want would want to hear as a horror fan, you know. And, uh, you know, this music is representing what's in Kate's head. The whole movie is from Kate's POV. And so I think there's a lot of fear and paranoia in Kate's head. And so let's hear that. I, I'm glad you mentioned Bernard Herrmann because I was going to bring that up, too. There is something so... Um, uh, noticeable about the, the 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 score that it it's like a Bernard Herrmann uh, 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 score. Yeah, especially the the opening theme uh, where she's taking her trip to the unknown, and um, you know uh, Bernard Herrmann has always been able to kind of have have that um, that sound of like you know uh, uh, stabbing and impending doom, you know, but adventure. You know, there's this idea of like she's going into this new but unknown place is it dangerous is it not um and so i'm, I'm glad that you were able to, to to grab that uh beth i mean i loved you in in children's hospital and and of course orange is the new black and you do so many different characters what was enticing other than working with your husband because you know but what was so enticing about your character uh kate well you know obviously working with joe is, is a big one but um, you know, this is something that I don't get to do a lot. I wouldn't normally get to be the lead of a psychological horror thriller uh, and uh, really get to delve into that all of that kind of trauma and PTSD. Uh, so it was a great challenge for me to get to do and very cathartic in, in a lot of ways as well. And, and um, yeah, I, I really I really loved it. And I and I love playing a lot of different characters so i've known mainly for comedy stuff but you know i was a nerdy theater major trying to be a serious actress you know we so were all to, get to do right we were all nerdy theater majors uh, <laughs> I know. yes exactly yeah <laughs> filming in, in idaho has got to be both lovely and traumatic at the same time because i live in salt lake and we're just a few miles from idaho um you I, to, I I I love it wasn't uh, traumatic at all, but I, I know what you mean by that. The 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 it was treacherous. It was treacherous, um, at least at the top of that mountain. But we were very lucky to work with a stunt coordinator named Mallory Thompson, who just really had our backs. Um, uh, you know, Idaho is absolutely stunning that wilderness, and um, you know that community was so generous. Um, Priest Lake and the Coolant community there, because uh, we can't make a movie if 
the town doesn't want you there. And um, we were guests in their home. That's how we approached it. And um, I think all of us had um, a lot of mutual respect for, you know, who we were and what we were doing. I think I was lucky enough to have a crew and cast that were very professional, that worked very hard. And there was evidence of that when we shot the movie. And, you know, people re respond to something like that, you know, they in, in a very positive way. You know, we're not there to raise hell. We're, we're there to do a very hard job and we need help doing it. And they definitely provided that. But in terms of the terrain, it was pretty treacherous getting yes. up to that outpost. It was like a 45 minute drive up and 45 hour. minutes or yeah. hour up, yeah. hour down. So we were losing about two hours of, every sh of shooting every day just to get up that mountain. And we had the Jeep club of Idaho or something taking of, us of, up uh, there. The local Jeep club there. Yeah. yeah so, um, you know, it was, it was very cool experience, you know, it's, it's lovely to work in a town where they're not jaded. Like, you know, if you work in LA, it's, you know, right. yeah. Yeah. Cup of yeah. Coffee costs you 18 bucks. Yeah. 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 It was, it's that. And also like we were saying, we hired the Jeep club because you know what, the last thing we wanted was like a 22 year old PA from Los Angeles trying to, you know, drive Dylan yeah. Baker and these amazing actors and my crew up, <laughs> up these switchbacks. Right. Yeah. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Uh, in our, in our final moments, we have a gosh, thank you so much for this wonderful interview. Uh, <laughs> Beth, what do you think audiences are going to take away from watching Outpost? Well, I think, you know, this particular movie, while it's a horror film, it really does deal with one woman's PTSD and just, uh, you know, all of that. And and I think it explores it in a really, I know it's a delicate subject. And I think Joe did a great job exploring that and also creating a fun horror vibe as well. So I'm excited for people to see it. I think hopefully it'll spark some conversation. And yeah. I think just horror fans are going to go nuts over it. I, I think, think so. I hope it's so. got it's got that touch of alien in it. It's got that touch of uh jaws, you know, even. So I mean, yeah, it is just so well written, Joe. Well, oh. thank thank that's very flattering. I appreciate you saying that. And and I hope I hope uh, the horror community uh opens uh opens their arms and 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 beyond as well. The, the movie fans uh, overall. So well, I, after this, I'm going to reach out to you on social media. I want to do a longer interview with you and 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 talk that. in depth of, about horror and all of that. But that. Uh, you know, let's do a, let's do a remake of the Crawling Eye. <laughs> oh, that's that? nice, deep pull. I don't I'll, know that. I'll, one. I'll tell you about it. All right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Tony, absolutely. Please do reach out. I'd be happy to talk more. And and thank you so much for having us yes, here. Yes, thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. And uh, have a have a great day. You too. Yeah, you too. Thanks, Tony.